0: Good love queens, our are just queens. Their time has come. United Queendom
1: United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler,
0: journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host United Kingdom, the number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more
1: number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already.
0: Happy birthday, Sam Dowler. <laughs> oh, thank you. That was a nice thing to say. I mean, it was yesterday, but I mean, wait, two days ago? The tw- It was on the 20th, whenever you're listening to this.
1: Well, I know I saw you for your birthday, but I just thought I'd mention it so that if anyone wants to get in touch with you, any of our lovely listeners, <laughs> then they can do that. <laughs> if they want to send you any money or send you any onions or whatever they want to send you. Did
0: you want to- <laughs> And also, do you want to remind them it was your birthday as well on the 27th? It's my birthday next week, yeah, but I'll let you have your moment. Have your moment! Have your moment! This is my moment! Um, actually, um, I have to say, let's did... Listed- uh, don't bring up Mike McCutcheon. You know that that's a very personal <laughs> topic for me when- since I edit her Wikipedia page. <laughs> you do. I mean, it's been a busy few months for you, hasn't it, after all? um, Honestly, it's chock-a-block. <laughs> I just want to say to the listeners how lovely you were to me yesterday. We met at uh, Harry's Wine Bar in um in Piccadilly, and then we went and had a lovely, fancy cocktail at... um. At the Ritz. And wasn't it, delight- wasn't
1: it delightful? It was, and I'd never been to the Ritz before. It's always been on my London bucket list. Well, it's not strictly really true, is it? What do you mean? Oh, I tried to get in once, but they wouldn't let me well, in because my you footwear. Had, you had been to the Ritz. <laughs> well, I've been in the door, but they showed me swiftly out the door because I was wearing trainers. Which actually happened to Trixie Mattel the other week, so I listened to her podcast and she got thrown out of the Ritz as well. So it's not just scum like me. They're even throwing out celebrities if you've got trainers on.
0: Wait, why was she thrown? You weren't, you weren't really, really thrown out. You were just—they were just told you that you had inappropriate footwear on. Did they actually throw Trixie out? No, they didn't throw
1: me out. They said you can't come in, so I guess you can't be thrown out if you never got in. But we, oh, I see. We went in. They said, well, they ha- they have a dress code, and I I do respect dress codes. I'm not like a Jess Glyn, so it's fair enough. I just thought because mm. I wasn't like in jogging bottoms and a tracksuit and it was like it wasn't like white adidas it was like black trainers and but they were having none of it yeah no that's fair enough um but we did we so i thought i'm gonna get my revenge on them and i brought sam dowler there i thought ha fight fire with fire i brought you there and then that'll teach you yes and you did defecate in the ritz so you had a shits in the ritz (laughs) and i knew that i could count on you to get revenge for me
0: I well, I not I'm sure lots of people. Didn't, there are toilets were there for a reason. I, you know, I did have a, I had a fancy poo in the Ritz, and and there we go. Well, it's your birthday. Of course, you can poo if you want. And and it's
1: my birthday. And and yeah. if you're going to do it anywhere, you might as well do it somewhere fancy where they're going to definitely have toilet paper. You're not going to have um, blood and needles all around
0: you. Well, we brought our own, but <laughs> not like the usual. Um, but I have to say, we did. We did also meet a very lovely, classy lady called Justine, um, who said she would listen, she would listen to the podcast. But I think even after the three minutes we've been recording, she's probably turned off after mentions of shitting in the ritz. So, um, oh, I'm sure she, she has. was so nice. She, she was so lovely and classy, though. I mean, I, you know, I felt like I, I felt like I had to not be foul. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not generally foul. I can hold a I can hold a conversation with people, you know, with you know, with style and class, and. Um, Um, Obviously not you, uh, but uh, she was... No, you
1: said some absolutely foul things yesterday when it was just me and you, but obviously I won't repeat them. (laughs) Some things that I'll struggle to ever forget. Some things that I I think I need therapy for. But I said some gross (laughs) things too. That's just the way we are, I guess. That's where we are, I mean, when, when we're in person and things, things are worse. Believe it or not, guys, this is a very edited version that we, pre- we present to you. It has, actually is much worse than this off-air. Um, <laughs> we should mention, I mean, obviously this week is all about Sam's birthday, but there are other things happening. Uh, Canada versus the World was finally announced. I think I had mentioned before that it was happening. Oy! So there's been a lot of backlash about the cast because a lot of people... A lot of people were shocked that Isis Couture winner of season two of Canada's Drag Race is competing. Because so they're like, why is she She only just won? Why is she coming back and competing with people um, who didn't win? Um, and then people, are, I think they were disappointed that like Raj O'Hara and Silky are back when they've just been on as well for their second time. So this is their third go. So it's a bit of a weird mishmash, but I'm actually quite looking forward to it. I think it's going to be quite a, w- a weird and wacky season, a bit like our UK versus the world was.
0: Mm, yeah, and also I like the fact that it is Canada, so it will be Brooklyn Heights, and so not RuPaul doing it, and um, and I really like the fact she does that... look amazing, Brooklyn. She's bringing those looks. She really is, and I do love the fact that um, Victoria Scone is in it, and um yes. I, I don't know if you've watched her V. I don't know if you've watched her V. T. And she's like, she's like, you never saw me do anything because I was only in one and a bit episodes, and that's true.
1: Well, I mean, it all makes sense now because we were all wondering why was she not, um, yeah back for this current UK season. And I don't think I said it about her. I think I said it about cornbread. I was like, I wonder if they're saving her for All-Stars. And that turns out to be what they were doing with Victoria. They said, we won't bring you back for the UK. That's too obvious. Let's throw you in a live wire on Canada versus the World. So there's people like her. Jimbo's back. Yeah, wait, Jimbo's not back, is he? Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Jimbo is back on the next All-Stars. I'm getting confused. Jimbo's not on Canada versus the World. Jimbo's on the next US All-Stars. Spoiler. But that is true. And mm. and then they've got Rita Rita Beg Bagger. Seems to be on but Rita seems to Rita Bagger, yeah. But she seems to not be in the cast. I wonder if she's coming to judge. Cause her name is in there, but she doesn't seem she wasn't in one of the cast reveals, was she? So I d- Oh I saw her in a cast reveal, yeah. okay, maybe I'm getting confused. And then who else was there? There was um Oh Anita Wiggler. that'll be good from down under because she went way too soon. She won Snatch Game and then got eliminated the next week. So she could be good. Um, who else was there? Well, I think it's going to be interesting anyway. There's a lot of interesting characters.
0: I'm very disappointed
1: Mini Cooper's not in there. <laughs> oh yeah, we do like a bit of creepy on our seasons of Drag Race.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want creep. I want Creepy Cooper!
1: Creepy, Mini Creepy. Um, should we rate this episode? Yes, I'm going to give it a good solid Eight. I'm going to give it a, yeah, I could go eight. I could even go nine. I think it was, this was quite a good one. It, uh, I enjoyed the call Everyone did quite well. And then we got a bit of drama at the end. So yeah, yep. it was definitely a big improvement
0: yeah. from the previous two weeks, which obviously I did not enjoy as much. No. So you were, so I'm assuming when you watch it today, you were in a better mood. <laughs> not really, no.
1: I mean, I'm very, very tired this week. But I mean, that is just a <laughs> part of getting old, I guess. I mean, you know all about that.
0: Oh, t- t- tell me about it. Yeah. But also I have to say that um, uh, shout out to my friend Ash, who was the editor on this episode. Congrats to her. You did a great job. Han.
1: It was well edited, this episode. So uh, Actually, it seems to be mm. when your friend does it, it, the quality does pick up. And I'm not just saying
0: that. It does indeed. And also I think um, the editing the musical must be really difficult. Yeah, I agree. Because you've, you've got to snatch between all the cameras and, you know, and still get it. Because cause I don't know if you've ever watched a, um, a video stage production. It often looks really shit. Um, so, yeah, it did a really good job. I think it was great. Well done,
1: Ash. Um, so last week Sminty did a Liz Truss and left early.
0: Um, should we talk about that soon as i <laughs> I can't even talk about it. Uh, all this chat today about fucking Boris coming back, I mean, I don't have a strength. It looks like it's really going to happen, doesn't it? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's more likely that it'll be um, uh, Rishi Sunak. But, um, I mean, I cannot stress this enough and... As I've said before, you know, my dad was a Tory. Well until you know, not until he died. Um he was he he, he left being a Tory like a few years before he passed. But um you know, my my mum's still a Tory, etc. My sister would vote Tory, but um I just I'm mean, I'm sorry, like this is such a disgrace. There needs to be a general election. I mean, they obviously won't call one because they'll be literally decimated. So, I mean, what sort of democracy are we in when all the people, when everybody doesn't want the government in there to be in there, like the majority of people want there to be a general election, they won't have one because simply because they want to cling on to power. I think it's awful.
1: Well, yeah, I agree. But I, I think that when, whenever the next election is, they're going to lose. I mean, it might that might be too presumptuous, but it does feel like such a fucking no, no, I guess, I agree, shit it's, show. It's, so it's you might how as well just get it out of the way now. Like, just let... let. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't have fucked it up worse. So just let the people speak and then you can go off and recalibrate and figure out whatever you need to do. Yeah. But then again, I would have said a year ago it was impossible for Labour to win an election. So things can change quite quickly. So maybe they're hoping that everything changes again. But yeah, I think there should be a general election. I've heard a lot of talk on social media about, um, uh, not riots, protests this weekend calling for it. So if that happens... I'm- oh,
0: there absolutely, absolutely should be. And if I, was, if I, was in, if I wasn't driving down to uh, Devon, I would join that. And I never join protests but I would join that because I, I I've never been on a protest there's all those protests happening
1: this week for um, what's it called the thing to do with oil stop oil just stop
0: oil stop the oil here yeah they work, um, oh yeah something like that yeah
1: they're like uh p- gluing themselves to um I forget where and like throwing orange paint over Harrods
0: well I mean I would well I wouldn't well I certainly wouldn't do any of that and I disagree with all, everything they're doing I don't see how throwing tomato soup at fucking um you know priceless art helps their cause at all it just makes everybody think they're cunts so um i think that's a stupid thing to do
1: especially in a cost of living crisis we don't want to be wasting soup jesus although it didn't actually exactly it didn't actually ruin that painting did it because it had a film thing over it but they didn't know that oh did it yeah it didn't damage it. it damaged the frame slightly but i think they put a little protective layer over paintings for this exact reason which i didn't know but i guess
0: that was how we found out
1: well now we know don't we and now I'm not going to waste my time anymore throwing paint over paintings. It's not even going to ruin them.
0: Oh soup! I know. Literally, I'm going to have to leave. I'm going to leave my. I'm going to leave my, to leave my uh, cream of tomato at home with me today because I was. That's where I was headed.
1: Yeah, well, hold on to my
0: minestrone. Thank you very much. Um, so... Hold on. To... <laughs> oh, is that what is that what you call your penis with your blumlong as your as your vagina?
1: lodge <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> hold on. to oh, take a take take a good look at my minestrone. <laughs> Did
1: get um more messages this week about um the Guyonians thing than I've had for a while, so I'm glad that you all enjoyed that as much as <laughs> we did and didn't find it offensive because we were not, as we said at the time, we were not laughing at alopecia. I was mainly laughing. No, a no.
0: No. And- the name
1: Guyonians and B just Sam's impression of. Uh, eyes that blink without eyelashes
0: and i do and i do like to say that i do like i do like a french guy onion soup as well yes unless it's got a hair in it which
1: luckily the guy onion soup usually doesn't um so let's, he does have a
0: cheesy top
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to this episode
0: so babe- and you know i like a cheesy top <laughs>
1: You know, I don't like top and bottom jokes. And we got another one this episode. Cheddar Gorgeous did it. J- JB, I, I, I know you don't hear this very often, but you, you haven't had any tops. I'm like, can we just go one episode without mentioning the top and bottom joke? It should be once a season,
0: if that. Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. Because it should be... Yeah, girl, but if you, go on, if you go online... To- if you go online to some, um, like, you know, meme sites and sort of like, you know, comedy sites, whatever, like gay sites, I mean, you can bet, for example, I do want, I want to, I want to go and see bros, for example. Um, I'm going to go with some local gays around here just to our local shitty cinema. I believe
1: it's pronounced bros.
0: Bros, yeah. And, no, um, bros. and yeah. I mean, it's American, obviously, so you just know that so much, so many of the jokes are going to be about group sex and tops and bottoms. And I know it's going to annoy me a little bit, but um, I do want to support the fact that it's the first... Major, um, major, what's it called? A major film production company, gay rom-com, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, I do often feel like when we have these mainstream gay things, a lot of the jokes are meant for the straight audience watching, which I understand, because if you want to have it be a big commercial success, it can't just be the gays watching it. You have to get the straights. But I just think Mm. it's kind of like when you watch an old episode of Will and Grace, which I loved at the time, but it's just a lot of the jokes are a bit, Worn by now because they were the first like one of yeah. the first big shows to do it and just think have we not evolved past this a little bit saying that i'm sure within the next 5 minutes we will have made some very basic crude jokes because that's what we do so i don't want
0: to be too much of a because uh, we're, we're, hypocrite. Hypocrite. we're we're, we're basically basic bitches even and and we have been um you know <laughs> i just fucked up my own joke <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, we're criticizing their jokes whilst not even able to
0: make our own feeble attempts. Um, we have been mistaken. We have been mistaken for basic pictures in the past, and it's right because that's what we are. Well, speak for yourself. But yes, you're right.
1: Um, I, I one joke they were trying to make was where after Sminty left, Baby was saying, "My ethnic sister." I was like oh my god she's like basically making fun of the fact she was so tanned that she was trying to look black yeah. like that is not something you can casually joke about these days I mean it's bloody ruined Jesse Nelson's career and like yeah and Raven always gets criticized for it as well the blackfishing thing is no joke so I was like oh god it's no joke she, if you really like Sminty maybe don't. maybe don't um label her as that um, and then we get this little kind of sad, kind of pathetic segment, which is Pixie talking about how, yeah, I had a feeling I wouldn't get the win. I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I'm just someone who's always tried, but never quite get it. I'm like, for God's sake, you're on Drag Race. You're doing well. I think like, I get you can be disappointed about not winning, but I think you can make it a bit more humorous. It all seemed a bit like Debbie Downer, Downtrodden.
0: It's not very. Oh, I know, yeah, like feel sorry, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you could
1: turn it into, oh, well, I deserve that win, but watch next week, I'm going to make sure. And it's just, but she was all like, yeah. And I was like, oh, God. But, um, and even then, when they moved on to the next day in the workroom, she was like, oh, can we get a hacksaw so, so we can chop that badge in half and give me the. And I was like, and I think. Oh, get over it, for God's sake. You didn't win. I mean,. Potentially, she was good in that challenge. But I mean, Danny was as well. So it wasn't like an obvious like outrage. Like, oh, how could they give it to her? It was like you both did well. One of you had to win, mm. um, and at least you are doing well. Because then they're all talking about Jombas, saying, "Oh, you're the only one without a badge," which is kind of crazy. But I guess because so many of them got badges in the um, uh, girl group challenge.
0: Yeah, exactly. When you when you when you dish out six in one episode, um, you know, it's literally half a cast. So yeah. Come on now.
1: Yeah, they're giving him out like blowjobs at a bathhouse. Um, and then Ru- RuPaul comes out...
0: Blowjobs at the bathers.
1: <laughs> RuPaul comes out with this big orange coat and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, usually he always wears a suit. He's, He's channeling Brian Harvey. He looked like a PIMP. I'm like, what is he? Is he smuggling <laughs> something in? It's so strange, but I mean, I kind of liked it. And then she introduces the reading challenge, which if I was there, I would have straight away started to read Ru, But, um... Yeah, it filled me with dread. I wasn't expecting it now. So I thought it usually gets teamed up with Snatch Game or a roast. Yeah, um, exactly. But they dropped it in now. And so I remembered last year's it not being very good. No, it was really, really tepid. I mean, it wasn't even like everyone was completely bombing. It, they all were kind of like reads that were not too shit, but none of them were really that good. Um, I thought... Mm. Cheddar was disappointing. I didn't think Baby was good. Dakota was not good. Black pepper was alright, but not really that good. I did think the best was Pixie, who ended up winning. I thought the best read was to Baby saying, "I'm pro-choice." That was a
0: clever one. Um, I liked the um, I did like the um, uh, something about barbecue because because look at those look at that grill that made me laugh.
1: Well, that was a repurposing of uh the juju read of Tyra Sanchez, wasn't it? I think Dakota said. I would ask you if your barbecue was cancelled, but with that grill, no one's even coming. So it's taken the old Jujube classic one. And- oh, that's stealing. No, because I mean, she did add, she did do a twist on it. It was a knowing reference rather than a repetition. So, but I didn't think it was quite worked. Um, but yeah, I thought Pix- Pixies, I liked her one about. Um, la nostril hair like you've got lovely long dark hair growing out your nostrils but even then they didn't make me laugh they were just better than what everyone else was doing um yeah danny was probably the i don't know jambas i think was probably the second best she did the throwing the brick at stonehenge that's quite a good one and da- danny beard is an anagram for shut the fuck up that was quite funny um, but yeah, overall, no one knocked out of the part. but at least Pixie got her little win, so she... Not not the bridesmaid in this mm. challenge, so we don't have to have the... Um, the we bit, don't have to have the pity party. Betty. <laughs> yeah, pity, bitter, Betty. Um, and then we find out... Pity, got, pity, bitter, pity, bitter, p- pity, bitter, acid, Betty. Pity Patel. Yeah.
0: Pity, pity, please. <laughs> Sweaty, Betty. Pity Patel, don't talk to her, Don't talk to her about that. Um, fucking Suella as well. She's a cunt. Is, is she gone now? She's not in the government now, is she? Well, they might no, and she people quit. have been you know people have been mooted that Suella might uh, might go for leader again, but we don't want that hag anywhere, near bloody politics at all. The things she said about trans people she should be friggin disgraced. I didn't think she'd tried f- to run for it before.
1: I thought she just bailed when Boris left. did she:
0: N- no no, she was in the um, she was in the running for um well, yeah the last the last time I mean she she would left in the s- for either the, or the second round. Or oh, if they really, really want to make sure they're as unpopular as humanly
1: possible, then that, that, there's your golden ticket right there. Um, yeah, right there, babes, right there. So they're doing Larry Poppins uh, as the Rusical, which, would Harry Poppins not have been better? Or Mary Poppers? Or Mary Poopins? I feel like there's a lot of directions. Right? <laughs> Poopers? <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like Larry, I mean, because it's not really a name, is it? I know. it's What about Fairy Poppins? Yeah, Fairy Poppins, um, Scary Poppins. I mean, you could have made it Halloween themed. Clary, Clary Poppins, bless Saint Clary Poppins, bless bless Saint Greasy <laughs> Harry Poppins. Um, so yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's a good good musical. To uh, are you a, are you a fan of the original? I've actually never seen it. Crazily, what the film or the musical? I've never seen. Well. I think it's one of them, I must have seen it as a child, but I I don't remember seeing it, but it's one of those that you kind of still, I know all the songs and I know all the the famous scene so it feels like i've seen it but
0: um i have seen the movie very have got a lot of times i know all the songs all the words for all the songs i've seen the second one maybe twice and i've seen the musical twice
1: i went to the premiere of that one and i fell asleep during it which was not an insult to the film because the film was actually quite good it was um i think i have just got off a flight from australia and had gone to this premiere stupidly and then literally could not keep my eyes awake Okay. <laughs> I could not keep
0: my eyes awake And the woman was there Emily Blunt was there as well oh, She should be at a bloody premiere in London
1: well, She was sat like a few seats away And I was there just falling asleep And Because I snore I was like Jesus Christ She hears me <laughs> Rude bitch I know But I did I liked the That one has a song in it um, Trip a little life fantastic with me I really liked that one
0: Oh, you butchered that one.
1: <laughs> oh, is that the original?
0: <laughs> no, that wasn't the that wasn't the original. That because Lin Manuel Miranda did the um did the second one, didn't he? Of Hamilton. No, you're of Hamilton fame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so
1: they're singing live in this
0: musical, which they only do with the
1: UK ones, because if they did it in America, <clears throat> well, they do sometimes do it. They did it with season thirteen, I think. But usually they mime it in America, and we do it live. Mm-hmm. And Pixie gets to assign the roles because she won that terrible reading challenge. Um, So I straight away put in my notes, Danny's going to get a shit role. She's going to sabotage. But no, not only does she give Danny the role she wants, um, she actually forgets to give herself... Well, I mean, really stupidly. She said she started assigning the roles
0: before she even had read the script properly. I mean, that is stupid. I don't know why she would... I don't know why she would do that. Like, um, yeah, because, like... Obviously, she just, she just felt like she lost out on the last one to, you know, pipped, pipped at the post by Danny and then gives him the title role of the actual whole musical. What the fuck are you doing, babes? Yeah, giving Danny the... I mean, I get that I do like the attitude they all had, which is that let's
1: make sure the musical's as good as possible. Because if you give everyone a shit role, it's going to be a shit musical. And then I think that's just, mm. like, bad for general karma. But um, Bad for business, babes. Yeah, but I mean, and Danny was probably going to end up winning this challenge regardless of the role.
0: Mm. Um,
1: but yeah, there are a few that both want the role. There's Cheddar and Dakota both want the French Rochelle thing. Um, and then they
0: try it. Can you do a French accent? Oui, I can do a French accent. Uh, it's very easy for me because uh, my sister lives in France. Uh, aussi, uh, je m'appelle Sam uh, and I français aussi. Oh, that's quite good. I th-
1: You definitely would have beat Dakota. And probably Cheddar, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cheddar definitely does the best one. So she gets that role. And then Dakota has a bit of a sulk. But then <laughs> I thought this bit was so British. You wouldn't get this on the American one. Where uh, Cheddar was like, oh, well, if you really want it, you can have it afterwards. And Dakota's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'm
0: like, God, they were so polite. <laughs> Apart from Pixie, police. yeah, exactly. Look at—I mean, when when you compare this to the whole thing in season fourteen with um, Lady Cam, Lady Camden, and um, who like who did the British thing, and who was who did she who did she go up against, and who was like oh, I mean, it was uh, Bosco, wasn't it? Who was like super mean about it, and it was like horrible. Although Camden
1: is British, so I guess she'd uh, she she meshed with the American style. Yeah, but
0: that's yeah, but that's why yeah, but that's why she backed down is because of her British name.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. Although she was a bit more aggressive about it um and yeah even danny offers to although i think danny because pixie then regretted her role and didn't want it and danny offers to swap but i did think danny made out as if oh go on I'll when really i think she wanted the lead role anyway so it kind of played of course she did yeah which obviously worked out for the best and then they do the rehearsals with michelle and my only note is what was michelle wearing was she wearing one of those fake things that make you look like you have tattoos
0: no, no, I thought that as well on first glance, but it was actually just like, um, it was just detail, sort of, I think it was like maybe leaves or something, or like, you know, just just like, um, yeah, it was just like a detail top, not one of those, one of those, she's um, just going mouldy at this point. <laughs> those, those things you buy in Cam- Lady Camden, those things you can buy in Camden, where you, um, yeah, you put them on your, you put them on your arm and they're like tattoo <laughs> sleeves, <laughs> lol.
1: Yeah, I used to wear one at uni, not. All the time, but every now and then on the night out I'd have a fake tattoo sleeve and it's fair to say <laughs> I had never heard anything but negative comments about it, so <laughs> and in a hindsight went I, down. I, I, I completely it went agree <laughs> with everyone else. Well I thought it was I had to t- <laughs> I didn't think people could notice it wasn't real, so I thought I was completely unclockable, but it turned Okay babes. People knew I mean the fact the tattoo kept sliding down my arm was the first giveaway. But um, <laughs> you know the way that tattoos do when you're out and dancing. They do tend to slide off your body. Well,
0: they, they, they do tend to um, smear quite a lot if, you're, if you get quite sweaty. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean, those things. Well, you know, I'm sure I wore one as well once and it went down like a shit sandwich. So, you know, there we go. And I don't mind a shit sandwich. Well, at least you wore it. Shit sandwich and a bag of brown. That's a Saturday night for me. <laughs> Um, and then they have the dance rehearsal with the professional from strictly have you been watching the season of strictly uh no no i um i, I think i've i've dipped in and out of series is in the past but um I, f- I find it goes on for far too long and um and yeah and i'm also like really weirdly jealous that i'm not on it
1: yeah, strictly... I mean, I've been watching it because I've been um, doing it for work, but I've been asked to report on what's happening for the Sunday paper.
0: Mm.
1: But um, mm. I do find it's one of those shows where you actually, it actually gets interesting near the end. So at the beginning, there's too many dancers and you just, it's a real chore to get through. And then obviously by the time it gets good, you've given up. So it's just quite, I don't really know how people go the full duration with it. But I did cry at it last week. Will Miller did a dance that was about mental health um, because he's had mental health issues. And it was, it really moved me. And then he got really bad critiques. So
0: (laughs) I thought it was quite... (laughs) And gave gave him really bad mental health problems. Uh, Afterwards, unfortunately. See, my, see, the only, my problem with it As well, is there's so so much fluff. Like my mum watches it takes two as well, and um and it's just like you know, it's just like I like I if I when I've watched it in the past I've forwarded everything up until the dance, uh the critiques and then forwarded, forwarded till the next dance. Like I don't need to watch them in rehearsal. I don't need to watch them talking about it afterwards, blah blah blah. It's boring. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too much.
1: Um so they do the dance thing and it's as it ever is, like quite quite And then on the runway, RuPaul comes out wearing um, this black roses dress, which I found quite weird. It almost
0: looked... I thought she looked beautiful. Did you like it? it? I Uh. did like it, yeah. I liked it a lot.
1: No, I think she looks quite weird. I give it a shit. And then we have the guest judge, Hannah Waddingham.
0: Oh, my God. Could she have... So my friend James Yardley does her... um is her a stylist. So I knew she was coming on the show quite a while ago. Um, of course, I didn't say anything because I'm a good friend. But um, anyway, and he's, I mean, I mean, he he must be applauded for this because she looked amazing, didn't she?
1: She did look amazing. She's very beautiful. I actually didn't know who she was. Um, and I was going to Google, but um, I like you telling me. But then I did see on Reddit because a few other people didn't know. And apparently she's been in Game of Thrones and she's in the new Ted
0: Lasso show. Oh my God, she's Game of Thrones, Hocus Pocus. And, and Hocus Pocus 2. She's in that as well. In what? Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus 2.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, I did watch that last week and I thought the woman who played the witch was amazing and now you've just made me realise it was her. And I thought it was Sharon Stone in Hocus Pocus 2 and looked it up and it was her. <laughs> and then when she was sat on the panel mm. today, I was thinking, doesn't she look like Sharon Stone? <laughs> so I think I do... I do recognise her for a lot of things, but I always think she's Sharon Stone for some reason. And she also looks like Zoe Looker from Footballer's Wives.
0: Um, if, at the end of the day, if somebody thinks you are like Sharon Stone, I think you're fucking winning. Do you know what I mean? And, um, well, but it's I that also exposed vagina would... that does
1: uh, it. It really makes you look like Sharon Stone. Um,
0: <laughs> it's, when she got her, it's when she got her wadding ham out. That is, um... <laughs> God, that's a horrible... That's worse than blancmange for a vagina. Her, ham. ha- her, ha- her, ham- her hamming wad, when she got that out. Uh, no, she... Um... She <laughs> was just great, I thought. She was like really eloquent, really funny, really natural, really confident. I mean, she was just fantastic. And uh, looked amazing. What more could you want? I loved when she did that um quote from Greece. She
1: said, You're a fake and a phony Danny Zuko, and I wish I'd never laid eyes on you. I like, I like to quote that one. <laughs> so she um it didn't actually make sense to the critique she was giving, but I loved that she was would use it any
0: excuse to do it because I'm just, the same. That, that she just used that, that she just wheeled it out wheeled out an impression it was just great. Well her <laughs> critique afterwards was
1: that is exactly the opposite of how I feel about you Danny. And I'm like well that was a bit of a stretch <laughs> but you know what <laughs> <laughs> that is something I would do. Uh, before we talk about the musical I just want to quickly you know I like to give recommendations even though no one asked for them. Yeah, Um, I can't remember if I told you about yesterday, Sam But one of our dear listeners And a friend of the podcast uh, Rubella Vaccine She recommended to me And a couple of other people did as well I forget who
0: A TV show called Hacks Which is an American show Oh my god, it's amazing I love it Have you watched it? I've seen both seasons I'm such a massive fan of Gene Smart It's really, it's really LGBTQ It's really funny And it's really dark It's so good
1: Oh my god I did not know who she was And I can't believe now, after having seen the show, that I've never known who she is. Like, what's her... She was in a big sitcom, wasn't she? But not one that I watched. That was her thing she was famous for.
0: Frasier! (laughs) Oh, no, not Frasier. She was a guest in Frasier, but she was... She won Emmys for Frasier, but she's in loads of... Fucking loads of things. She was in 24, she was in Watchmen, she was in... I mean, she's had an illustrious career. She's amazing.
1: I know, but all her stuff has managed to avoid me. I mean, I must... Obviously, have seen her in Frasier, but... She would have been like a, a Lilith character who popped up once every few seasons. She wasn't a, like a... Um,
0: she, she was a regular, she was, towards the end, she was, um, I mean, I'd say she was in, a, yeah, maybe about yeah, 25 or t- episodes in total, I would say. She won an Emmy for it. Well, I've fallen in love with her now. She Apparently
1: she was the first actress to win the mm. uh, Emmy for Best Actress Comedy, Best Supporting Actress Comedy and Best Guest, which I think will have been for Frasier. So, um, and, and the best actress one was oh, for this. In,
0: for oh, hats. she's in, a, she's in a, um, a sitcom called Women in Fashion, I think it's called, or something like that. Women Designing in Designing Women, which is what the. That's it. And we've never seen it. It's never been over here, and you can't even get it on Amazon. You can't get it anywhere. I've never seen it. And it's got like four people in it that I just fucking love. But well, at least I love her, at least. And there's another couple of people in it that I know, and I would love to see it. but And, and it's like, you know, right at the time when I loved those sort of sitcoms. And I don't know, we've never had over here. It's so weird. I know it's the, the lip sync that Monet
1: and Jinx did on All Star Seven, you know, the spoken word one, that was from Designing Women. So I do want Aye. to see it because it sounds like a camp classic, but yeah, I'd never heard of it. Doesn't it? But this, I mean, I, I've been telling people it's like a British ab fab, which, I mean, a American ab fab, which is not really, but it's just because it's about a famous uh, stand up comedian who I think is a little bit modelled on Joan Rivers and then her young comedy writer. And they just, it's just a really amazing show and I love it. So get into that.
0: Mm. Brilliant.
1: Get into it. Love it. We are back and actually no we don't say we're back, so it's meant to be edited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh well, whatever. Leave it in. You can you can see how the magic works now. Get a little glimpse behind the, the beef curtains.
0: Don't look at the man don't look at the old man behind the beef curtains. Um Sam, what did you think of <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. What did you think
1: of Larry Poppins the musical, the Rusical?
0: Um well, I mean that's with these things with these musicals there's not a lot to say really is there. I mean it was it um it stood up. It was quite good. Um obviously I mean the I mean it wasn't it was blissfully not too long. Again, I have to mention Ash's editing. Um it was um uh, yeah, it was it was tight. I mean, obviously, it still had the same, you know, slight annoyance scenes, you know, as in like the two, the two. I hate I hate adults pretending to be bratty children anyway. Uh, so that was quite annoying. Um, it was pretty obvious who well, you've built a career on it. <laughs> it was pretty obvious who were the weakest and the library were, is shut, and who were the strongest as well. It was it was it was pretty obvious. I thought you know I thought Pixie again and Danny again were the best, and Cheddar again. So like I mean they they're pretty much the, the strongest people in. In the whole competition, Um, and and yeah, you could sort of, you could sort of see baby struggling a little bit here too. Uh, I liked I liked the dance routine at the end, but um, yeah, I watched it twice. Um, And I'm rude to say at the end, it is available on all platforms. And but I'm I'm oh goody.
1: I'm joking (laughs) Well yeah I I did agree with the judges That I thought No one really bombed it I thought everyone was pretty good So that made it a bit tricky With judging I thought it was really obvious That Danny killed it And like was on a different level From everyone else I thought the win was really obvious I did think I thought baby was going to be In the bottom I actually Yeah Didn't think Baby's bottom Baby bottom (laughs) Smooth as a baby's bottom Um, I thought Dakota was good enough not to be, but I did get that it was hard to... I understood what they meant about LaFille as well, even though she did a good job, there was something disconnected.
0: Uh no, actually, I have to disagree with that. I thought LaFille was a lot better than they made her out to be. I thought the I thought the role was quite difficult. I thought that song she did was quite difficult. Yeah. And I thought and I thought um I thought she I, I wouldn't have expected her to do as, as well as she did, and I thought actually she was she was really good. So um I don't know why she was in the bottom. But um, you know, I would have said she was safe. Personally, but um, there we go. I thought the only one who was threatening Danny for the win was Jombas because
1: she did surprise with how good she was. But her, it was a bit weird. It started off like she was doing it French, and then she sort of moved into yeah full on pigeon. Uh, but she was good. Um, I didn't think Cheddar was that good, really. I think Cheddar's actually not not standing out as much as I expected her to in the in the last few weeks. I think she really needs to do well next week, otherwise she's going to be.
0: I'm still waiting for, um, you know, that standout moment. I think whether it's either going to be like a design challenge or something where she just like literally blows everybody out of the park. Well, I don't know
1: if they'll have another design challenge now, because they've had two. And she was amazing in hers, because it was a, t- a, a team one. And that was when she was with mm. Copper Top. Um, that's why they didn't get the win. So I don't know if she's... I I I feel like she's funny in the confessionals, but I don't think she's that good on the spot in the challenges like the reading challenge or in the um improv challenge. So I just yeah. I'm wondering whether Cheddar's not gonna I was so sure she was gonna win, but I think she really needs to, like you say, have that standout moment pretty soon if she's gonna stay in with the chance of winning. Yeah. Um, so the runway category is West in Wonders, which you didn't know what the hell that was, but obviously they mean West End. Yes. <laughs> so Pixie came out straight off the bat as Tracy Turnblatt in Hairspray, one of my favorite musicals. And I thought she did really well and had a nice reveal. I give this a hit. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me, I give this a hit as well. I saw Hairspray was the first musical I saw actually after the pandemic and um, it was so joyous. Like Everyone was so like ravenous for entertainment. It just There was a certain magic in the air. And then I listened to an interview the other week with um, Michael Ball, who was in it in drag, doing the um, Edna Turn Black one. And he, he said as well, uh, of all his performances, it had a certain magic when they brought Hairspray back. So it will always have a special place in my heart for that. And it's one of my favourite soundtracks. Mm. So, yes. I've never seen the original, though, actually, with Ricky Lake, so I should do that. But... Um, but I love the modern one. Yeah, I've seen it. JB Jamba's just singing in the rain. Another great musical. I only watched this one in lockdown, the film. Um, and it's great. But I gave this my shit of the week, so I thought the outfit was just a bit of a mess. Minging in the rain.
0: That's yeah, what it, be. it was a mess. I feel like it was falling. I feel like I feel like it was. I feel like it was falling apart, and it wasn't. Um, you know, it just wasn't. It wasn't amazing, was it? I think it could have been really good, but it, like it kind of failed. Well, it's a shame as well because she had a good
1: week, so it kind of. Rained on her parade, mm, yeah. ironically. Yeah. Black Pepper, mm. Black Pepper came out doing the Lion King, which I don't know how, but I've still never seen the stage version. Obviously, I love the Lion King, the film, and I've seen both versions. But have you seen it on stage?
0: No, I haven't seen it on stage, and um, but obviously, I've seen all the costumes and stuff on stage, and the cost- and the costumes were a lot better than this costume. I and mean, the head was wonky. Um, it didn't look like because obviously these, um, you know, in the in the in the musical, they have the the you know the the Borderline puppets as well as costumes, so um, this was—I don't know—I didn't—I didn't like it. I think, I mean, it looked, you know, like whoa, initially, but then, you know, the fact that the head was like hanging off half the time wasn't great. Well, do you know, I, deep in my heart, I actually agree with you, but I put Hicks. I was like, this
1: is so. Well done, I can't not, but now you've said that, I realise I do actually completely agree with you, because I didn't like it. I I thought the head was too big, (laughs) and I did think there was something a bit just
0: Uh, off about
1: it all, but I I couldn't put my finger on technically what was wrong, but there was something that did not, I didn't like. Dakota with Funny Girl. I thought she did this well,
0: but I don't think Funny Girl's a great
1: one, considering how, how...
0: Just wasn't, it wasn't draggy enough. It wasn't draggy enough. It just looked, it just looked, she did look beautiful. You cannot deny that, but it was just, it was just a lovely act. I
1: know, and musicals just allows you so much opportunity to go so crazy, as all of them pretty much did. So to be so muted with this, Mm. um, I still gave it a bit of a hit, but I thought it was a real wasted opportunity there because you could have. Yeah, big time. Cheddar Gorgeous just comes out doing Hedvig, which again, one of my favorites. I've never seen that one on stage,
0: but the film is just absolutely iconic and I loved it from a young age. The film is amazing and iconic, and you can tell, and you could, I mean, like, you could, I mean, it's not a stretch to think that um, Cheddar would love it, and um, it's you know it fits right. It's right now. Very gender so bending. Yeah, you know it's a good. It's a really a really good. Yeah, it's a really good choice for her, and um, she looked she looked amazing, and I loved like you know the the quote as well and the wings. And Davina de
1: Campo is currently starring as Hedvig in the North of England, so if any of you guys are up there, you should check that out. Oh, cool. Because um, she obviously is fabulous. I actually put hit of the week next to Hedvig, but obviously I had to cross it out later because I thought no one's going to be better than this, but then they someone obviously definitely was we um we got La phil mm-hmm. again i've never seen the king and i i consider myself a musical expert well not expert but a big fan but
0: i there are is that bad that i've never seen the king and i have you seen it uh yeah it's quite bad i mean i've seen it on stage and i've seen the film like i mean it all depends i think like uh because my mom like pretty loves musicals and she made us watch well not didn't make us watch we watched a lot of musicals when i was younger um, so, I mean, yeah, like, a load, a load of these I saw with my, with my mum and dad, like, when I was, when I was a child, and then growing up and stuff, so, um, yeah, like, Sound and Music, for example, is, like, you know, go, it's, like, I fucking love it, it's a go-to, so, um, yeah, I had, I had seen, um, King and I, I loved it, so this was, this was really, this was a really lovely outfit.
1: Is the film a really old one?
0: Yeah, it is quite old, yeah. Uh, and
1: they, did they do an animated version of it? I think they did,
0: uh, I'm not sure. They did They did a version of the story called Anna and the That's King. That's what I'm with, thinking um, of, yeah. With uh, Jodie Foster.
1: Um, but yeah, this outfit was beautiful. And when she took off the thing and then had the uh, detailed under bodice bit, um, I thought that was really gorgeous. Um, and then a, f- a, f- yeah, a few people, I can't remember if we talked about this already, but a few people online were commenting about the fact that judges refer to her, oh, I've just done it, I said her, for, refer to him as him. And they thought it was like yeah, they say it often, but apparently, don't Apparently, Le Phil—that's his preferred pronouns, so that's why. And mm-hmm. and her real name—I keep saying her—we we call all the queens hers. You'll have to give me, but the real name is Phil Le, so the drag name is switched to Le Phil. Uh, but preferred to. Oh, apparently, Le Phil prefers, yeah. sees it just as like an art form and doesn't actually see it as a female illusionist. So that's why they've adjusted that. Mm, okay. Interesting. But yeah, I love this outfit, give it a big hit. Baby did possibly, it's one of the, my least favorite musicals, and Juliet, which I know a lot of people love it. And I love Max Martin, and I, like, and I, I worship at uh, his altar. And I loved all the songs, but I found the plot of Anjulia absolutely horrendous. And I'm surprised it's been a hit.
0: <laughs> and so, I,
1: and I didn't really like this homage to it, so I give this a shit. Sorry, baby. Baby shit.
0: Sorry, baby. Shit, baby. Bad baby. Bad, bad baby.
1: <laughs> as um pro-choice baby, as Pixie said. Put the baby down. Well, she puts herself down in a bit. <laughs> um, do, do you like Anjulia and do you like this outfit?
0: No, not seen it. I quite like the outfit though, and I and I like the fact you know the messaging that you know there was the first one of Carl to play Juliet because obviously it's you know Juliet from Romeo and Juliet is the basis of the story. Um and uh, yeah, I loved, I loved it. the
1: idea of Anne Juliet. I was really excited about it because it's obviously told from the point of view of Juliet, um, and what happens after. Mm. And but I really found it just really really fucking shit to be honest. Um. And then from that mm. to my possibly my favourite musical of all time, which I found quite late in life, and I'm really gutted that I didn't watch this when I was younger. But Little Shop of Horrors, I found a few years ago, and since then it's become a firm, firm favourite. And this homage to it by Danny Beard is just spectacular. Not very accurate, but um, mm. still, I knew what it was, and it was a show stopping.
0: The head wasn't wonky, uh, and it moved, um, and you know, and she, and like, I mean, God. I, God. How would you even fucking transport this? Do you know what I mean? It was crazy. I've never seen anything like
1: it. I know, and it must be so painful. uh, Same with um, Black Pepper. as well with that lion on her head. I mean, these must have been really painful. And took a lot of assembling to put together, but it was really worth it. I do think this will be remembered as one of the best UK...
0: Mm.
1: uh, Well, most most memorable UK... uh, Oh, definitely. ...outfits on the runway. Mm. So, yeah, it's definitely Danny's week. I had no doubt she was going to win. We get um, Black Pepper and Cheddar declared safe. And then... um, yeah, JB's in the top, and Michelle says that no one was bad. But I love that Rue said to Jumba's, um same critique she gave to Camden, you don't have the biggest lips, but at least you distract us with your eyes. I'm like, <laughs> it's because in Britain we're probably not all as pumped up full of, what you call it, collagen and stuff.
0: Exactly. I mean, all the other queens, like, I mean, look at look at the freaking Aussie queens, for example. I mean, you know, like, I'm, I'm glad that, um, I mean, obviously uh, Danny Beard has big old lips, but I, I think she's the only one, isn't she, this year? Yeah. Um, And then we get Baby's breakdown.
1: She cries and said her anxiety is holding her back. Baby had a, Baby had a breakdown. (laughs) Well, it's quite weird because, like, we see this a lot on the show, but with Baby, she still remained quite upbeat and positive and, and, like, performing at high energy through this whole... So usually you can kind of see the Queen almost their inner saboteur, as Rue would say, take over and them crumpling. But Baby just seemed very cheerful about her whole anxiety breakdown. She's like, yeah, I've got really bad anxiety. It's holding me back. But it's just like...
0: Yeah, I know. Like, she was... I mean, that's... I mean, that was... I think that was very British. Again, Um. I think, um, obviously, she talks about it again in the workroom. She's saying just, you know, she's really struggling. And um, obviously, we see what happens later. I think... Um, I've got a lot of respect for her for this, actually, because, uh, you know, it was clear that, you know, she was just stopped enjoying it. And it wasn't... it wasn't to do with the fact that um she was in the bottom two. Um, it wasn't to do with, like... It, she wasn't using it as an excuse. It was you know, it was like, right, you know, this this has come to a head and I need to look after myself, and that means, you know. Yeah,
1: I think there was a a lot more to this than we, as the viewer, realised, which makes sense, because obviously it's a personal thing, you don't want to share everything, but I suspect that Baby really felt she had no choice at this point. I imagine her thoughts had got quite dark, and she was like, I actually don't, I can't be here. Um, but Rue gives the inner saboteur chat, which we've seen a million times on American Drag Race. But I don't know if she has given it in UK. So to a lot of viewers, this might be the first time they hear her do that. Because um, some people only watch the UK one here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then we get more crying Dakota in Untucked saying about how hard she tried and even her best isn't good enough. And I thought it was it was quite nice of Danny Beard to, because they were trying to congratulate her. She's like, no, I don't want to gloat when people are here crying. So it was all quite somber, but also quite respectful, I thought.
0: Mm. Yeah. Exactly. And may, And it's nice to see them coming together as a group. I mean, I'm not. I don't have the same feels for them as I did for the final queens of season fourteen yet. And I don't think I will because that was a very special season. I think, uh, especially for me. Um, and yeah. So, but it's not like it's, they're getting there. Do you know what I mean? You're getting to. You're getting to get some feels from them, which I think is nice.
1: Yeah. So, who did you think should be in the bottom? I I would have chosen baby and. I don't know. It's a tricky one. Maybe, maybe I would have picked yeah, D- baby in Dakota, but Dakota was good.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, well, me, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I would have chose um, Black Pepper in uh, Dakota. Oh, I thought Black Pepper I was Indian good. Black Pepper was amazing. Oh, but you but I don't mean, like that,
1: I, putting on that voice.
0: Oh, I just, I just, I just, I just found their part. Both of their parts, I found annoying. So that's the only reason I say that. Um, so I can't. I mean, I guess they, you know, you can only, you can only, yeah read the lines you've been given so uh yeah I guess I mean yeah like it wasn't all the people that i liked um yeah well that's the only my only problem with it was uh LaFille who I thought shouldn't have been there yeah
1: um and then I thought I made on my notes I don't know who's going to win this because it depends on the songs both are good lip syncers. and then just before the lip-sync we got confessional from baby saying um I know what I have to do I've I've made my decision and I thought Something's happening here. That's a bit of a weird thing to say before I lips. Something's happening.
0: Summit's up. Come on now.
1: (laughs) But then this was a, we got uh, No Way from Sixth the Musical, a great musical. Not the best song from it. I would have picked a different one, but hey ho. And I thought they both absolutely slayed it. But I did think Dakota won. What did you think?
0: Yeah, she She, I think Dakota won as well. She did that great joke uh, where she disappeared behind the thingy and then came back. That was really funny. Everybody laughed at that. Um, I, think she, I think she... Which has been done before. Cracker and Monet have done that. Yeah, But yeah. still, it worked well. It did work well. It worked well with the song. And uh, yeah, I thought she was really good. But I think, as you said, like, I think Baby wasn't giving it her all. I mean, she did do a trick and that was fun. But, um, you know, I think it was very close. But obviously, you know, as soon as it finished.
1: Yeah, it was weird.
0: That was that. It was a
1: weird time. We've never seen someone eliminate themselves at this point before because usually, I mean, we had Ginny Lemon leave during the lip sync and we've had people go before the lip sync mm. and in All Stars, obviously, Ben Le Creme go before or Adore went during the day. So this is a new, I suspect what happened was Baby told them earlier in the day that she was leaving and they said, well, why don't you Give us one last lip sync and then
0: yeah 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 take yeah, yourself yeah. out of it
1: because it all it did feel a little bit orchestrated,
0: um, and for maximum drama. No one was shocked, and yeah, no one was shocked, and Rue was like, you know, very much like, mm, you know, like everyone. It was, it was all really nicely handled. I mean, even as she walked out, the music was really upbeat and stuff, wasn't it? So, um, I think it was, it was, it was good. It was a good um example of how you know in these times of mental health crisis that you know that it's important to you know if if you need to remove yourself from a situation, even if it's a situation you worked really hard to get into, then you should do, a.k.a. list as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, she bowed out gracefully, but I mean also you could say that in a way she um she i mean because i think potentially i think it would have been a double chanté. but i think potentially dakota would have been declared the winner and baby would have been sent home so if that was what was about to happen then baby just kind of mm. saved herself the embarrassment of losing the lip sync and she kind of said to dakota as she hugged her, her to the post i know i won that lip sync. i know i did eat you up and it's like, well, actually, you didn't, but now you, you'll—we're never going to know otherwise. So, really, you get to kind of uh, own that narrative. Well, we might know. We might find out. Rue's never going to reveal. I don't think what would have happened. Um, but and then she says on the way out, for the record, it would have been—it would have been over for you. hoes, if I stayed? So, yeah, she went out confidently and upbeat, and she was like, "They—they're going to be friends for life." It was all really nice. Um. So yeah, I'm happy for her and thought she Mm. dealt with it really well. And I think she potentially in a future, All Stars or versus the world could make a big comeback. Mm, Agreed. Um, Defo. And then next week, as a special birthday present for me, we get my favorite, the Snatch Game. Although they're clearly doing some weird, they're doing strictly come Snatch Game, which you know I don't like when they do variations, but
0: clearly they are. But you don't. But you don't mind a comes. You don't mind. You don't want a come Snatch Game though, do you?
1: No, that's actually one of my favourite types.
0: Oh, no, sorry, that's a a cum
1: sandwich, sorry. (laughs) Well, your birthday's over, Sam, you can't get away with this shit anymore. Um, Do you want to give (laughs) us any further details on Guy Onion, seeing as everyone's so obsessed before we leave? No, other than the fact
0: that, what I told you yesterday, that when we were in the lift one day, he did say, uh, he did say, oh, my plates are killing me today. And I didn't know what he was talking about, and I was like, plates? And he went, plates are me, Feet! And I was like, "Oh, something I've never heard before." Uh, that is your Guy onions fact for the week.
1: I actually can't hear you at all because the line's gone really bad. <laughs> so I'm just hearing this like snippets of what you're saying. But I will re-listen to it later on the podcast. And,
0: <laughs>
1: and uh, uh, well, let's click click it out. Yeah, join us next week for, for Snatch Game. Love you guys. Click it out. Click 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 click.